welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane. I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy. And we're going to leave a little spot here for our guest speaker to add their name, because she likes to make her comments throughout our show. You <laughs> should have warned you I was going to do that. <laughs> so, Giving her a chance. Speak up. <laughs> Nancy has discovered as she edits that there's loads and loads of EVPs or electronic voice phenomenon. And um, we're going to have a little conversation about that a little later in the episode. <laughs> but this week's episode is on manifesting. So this is something that I have kind of a basic working knowledge on, but I kind of struggle to wrap my head around it. Manifestation. And I think part of the reason that I struggle with it is um, I, I come from a place of still feeling, not really believing that I'm worthy of the things, or maybe I just don't really understand it necessarily. By definition, manifestation is the thought process manifesting the things you want. But it's important to note that manifesting in a real sense also requires that you have actionable things to do to reach the goals. So sometimes this is going to work on a very mundane level. You're going to say, I want to buy a house. Here's the things I need to do to buy the house. Not everyone is practicing manifestation from the secret or necessarily doing things in a magical way. And here's the thing that trips me up <laughs> because I, I, I spent so much time thinking about this. When I think of manifestation and when we talk about manifestation in the pagan world, it's very frequently accompanied by stories that sound a lot like magicking the things you want up out of thin air. Yeah, I, and you know, with me, like, um, and this even came up in my reading that, like, manifestation is my strong point. Mm -hmm. But I'll go in at the end of the different things. But I believe, I, I agree with you on some of these things, but some of it, I believe that we are so much more powerful than what any of us believe right now and that we can manifest the things we want. And it's always good to have a goal. Like I want to get approved in my mortgage, but here's the things I put in step, but I've also done things that just threw out there and they've come to be. So I think one thing is not saying, how do you want to put, not saying this, I would like to have this in my life, but mm -hmm. I will have this in my life. Yes. Um, yes. And I absolutely agree with that. And I kind of want to circle back if we remember, I hope we remember. So like, and I, you know, this story. So my favorite, one of my favorite examples is when this person I know, and we were out thrifting and she said, I want this book. I've never seen it anywhere, but at like my grandmother's house or whatever. And it's by author X and da, 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 da. And she literally went down the next aisle and the book was this very uncommon book. It's not one I'd ever seen before. It was just sitting on the shelf, very obviously, just right out, here's this book. Yeah. And I'm reasonably certain that she had not gone and seen that book before. Like when we were thrifting and just did it to mess with my head. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, maybe, but I'm reasonably certain they didn't do that. And this isn't the only story that I have like this. I have a lot of other stories of people manifesting money through magical means. I need X amount. I will have X amount. And that X amount coming through uncommon or unexpected ways. 
And that makes me wonder what's the line between magic spell and manifestation. And for me, manifesting in this way is not something I'm good at. So I can't just magic something up out of thin air. I, I need the spell. I need the components. I need that ritual aspect. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, that's kind of the difference between manifestation and intent. Yeah. One of the differences, the, one of the ways the differences were explained to me is that intention is part of the conception of the want or the need, like the seed, the manifestation is the tool or the flower of that seed. So I create the idea that I want intent, and then I plant it and I water it and I grow it and then it blooms and that's manifestation. But that doesn't necessarily help me with how people can still just kind of manifest things out of thin air. But one comment, you... I think you have manifestation more than you think because when you go to a certain store, you on the way, you say, I'm going to have my spot. So what would you, are you manifesting that spot or is that a magic spell? See, to me, that's just a magic spell because I, I never have this. Okay. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing I do with my abilities. Honestly. <laughs> my but I have, so at the stores that I frequent regularly, I have specific spots I like to park in and frequently they're ones that are the popular spots, you know, they're close, they're whatever. So to get that parking spot before I leave the house, I have to think to myself, I am going to this store. I want this spot. And if I do that, the spot is there. But if I'm out shopping and I go, oh, I have to go to this store. I want this spot. I don't get the spot because I didn't do it before I left the house. Well, yeah. I mean, you only have certain much control over everybody else in your universe, but I just, I still, that's a great line of whether it's magic or manifesting the spot. I mean, I manifested a parking spot out in front of my apartment yesterday. Yeah. I mean, so I, that was nice. You are the expert, but um, when, when I was um, putting this all together in the or PowerPoint, I got to thinking, I think she does it more than she thinks. Just see, and, and that's like, that's why I wanted to do this episode is because is, are we talking about the same thing when we talk manifestation and intent yeah. or manifestation and magic? Because, and I'm going to get to that in a minute, you know, because part of, part of what we do with magic is we tap into this greater than, which is lunar magic, two times generic world word for, Universe, God, duties, things, bigger thans. I liked it. We just started calling it the greater than because then nobody can assign it to. Yeah, I, I like to call it the source too because it covers. Mm. What the, yes. Than, and what the greater than is. I mean, it, the, the ultimate source would be the greater than everything else, right? Exactly. So if there, so we're tapping into the greater than in such a way that you put your desire out into the universe. The greater than works on finding the connections to connect you to the thing you want. So maybe that book was sitting in that particular thrift store for months and months and months. And the person two minutes before we came around that corner had picked it up and put it down so that she could see it. It's not that she magicked it out of thin air. It's that, the, the greater than connected everything to make it happen. So she saw the book. Yeah. Yeah. I would go along with that. 
it doesn't make it less magical. It just makes it more understandable to me. Yeah, the end result's the same. Mm -hmm, exactly. So this, there's seven, okay, so when I was researching this episode, the things that kept coming up were the book The Secret and a lot of Oprah stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Not really my jam. Vision boards. I love a good vision board, but mine are usually ridiculous. <laughs> I'm not good at them. Um, so, but, but they do help us kind of delve into how the thought process behind the term manifestation works. Mm -hmm. So there's seven basic steps. And I'm going to take those seven basic steps and take this thing that is a very popular, that's very popular in the mundane self-help world and kind of tie it into magic and see how we get there. I hope that's the plan. Not, I hope that's the plan. I know that's the plan. <laughs> that's I hope plan. it works. We'll see where, we where it goes for us. It's been a day. Um, so step one, manifestation requires clear knowing of what you want. This is intention point blank so like with most spell work the clearer oops that knowing is the better off you are um so be clear about your goals the second the second step is to ask for what you want and vocalize it out loud and then write it down so this is what i do when i get my parking spot i want x parking spot i don't write it down though <laughs> well, if we don't think about the medium, mm -hmm. we use pen or typewriter or word spoken or just thoughts, mm -hmm. it's all the same. You're putting it out into the universe. So, and that's a good point because I studied Buddhism for years and in Buddhism, thoughts are, thoughts have equal weight to actions. Mm -hmm. So thoughts are actions. So yeah. even just the act of thinking what you want is part of the action of creating what you want. Yes. Third step is to work towards those goals. This is where you're going to want your action items. So back to the parking analogy, I can say I want a parking spot. It's not going to matter if I want the parking spot, if I don't leave my house. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it could sit empty all day. Yeah. It's not going to matter to me if I don't leave my house. Step four is to be mindful and thankful for what you receive. Let the greater than know that you see the changes and the things coming your way. And while I do tend to think that too much gratitude starts to be sort of toxic positivity, like that whole everything happens for a reason. You should be grateful this terrible thing happened to you. That's garbage. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, Anna always said that, but I think but that becomes, that becomes shutting down a different thing that we need to talk about in a later episode. But for, but when you start seeing the good things happen yeah. and the positive things happen, when my parking spot shows up, I do say, thank you for this parking spot that I have received today. Is it silly? Sure. But I am grateful that that parking spot showed up. Yep. That, that I need to be more thankful. I've, I've started doing the, when I go to the store where I get my organic free range beef and chicken, I'm always like, I don't want to wait in a long line. Two, three max. Just I'm heading there. And today there was no one. Mm -hmm. Weird. There, there was no one there. 
like people came after me, but when I got in there, I walked right in and right down to the counter because you have to stay at the front because mm-hmm. of COVID. You can go in there, and then the person calls you down. Well, no one was down in the, the butcher's shop part. I'm like, nice. <laughs> anyway, and like and like today, I had I had something that I'm not grateful for happen today. I'm not going to be grateful for that thing. I'm not going to go into it, but I'm not going to be grateful for that thing. I'm not. And you know the thing, Nancy. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be grateful for that. But I will be grateful for the fact that after that, two small things happened that made me realize I'm on the right path with doing the things I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I am thankful for those two small things because they remind me I'm manifesting this thing that I want. Yeah. Number five is to let go of limiting beliefs. And this is probably where I screw up. Part of the theory behind self-help version of manifestation is that you have to believe that you're worthy of the things that you're com- that are coming your way. And you have to break down the idea that you're not capable of doing X, Y, or Z, or X, Y, or Z is too hard for you because of whatever, whatever thing that you've imposed on yourself. Now, Regardless of who you are, you are worthy. Every human, except Ted Cruz, is worthy. There's a few other divorce. Of good things happening to them. Almost every human that I've ever met is worthy of good things happening to them. But beyond that, there's limitations that we put on ourselves that don't necessarily... And again, I don't want to fall into a trap of toxic positivity. And you can do all things, da 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 the other day, I literally had a meltdown in the parking lot of the grocery store and had to turn around and come home because that day, anxiety won. Yeah. That was a limiting thing. It limited me from doing grocery shopping, but it wasn't necessarily something in my control. So, you know. Well, I'm recognizing that's half the battle. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know. Is the battle I need to have today? No, I can grocery shop tomorrow. Yeah, and I think that one of the things, and again, we're going back to the toxic positivity, um, because I think in a lot of these self, self-help self things, that really is a nasty thing. If you just believe you'll be healed of your mental illness, well, no, I'm never going to, I'm never going to get it. Anxiety is not going to go away. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I live with it. Lived with it my entire life. But instead, what I can do is say, okay, today it can win. That's Okay. That doesn't lessen how worthy worthy I am of good things happening to me. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the key takeaway to point number five is that letting go of limiting beliefs. Six is check and change your energy. And again, probably where I screw up. (laughs) I'm fine with gratitude, pretty good with goal setting and action plans, real good with action plans. But changing my energy is something I struggle with. And I don't mean like in a good vibes only sort of way. I mean, kind of being aware of the energy I put out there. And again, I don't necessarily mean this in a good vibes only way. Sometimes anger is the feeling that will motivate you towards your goals. Yeah. And I I think this is back to the self-help kind of. Manifestation and not the magical. Mm-hmm. 100%. And that was, I think, one of the reasons I wanted to do this particular episode was because 
I've been seeing a lot of people around me talking about, I'm manifesting this, I'm manifesting that. And I'm like, okay, I want to dive deeper. Mm -hmm. um, not only for a, what can I manifest? Cause there's things I want to bring into my life, but how does this play into magic and how can we make it work for magic users? Yeah. Yeah. It's not just a, a vision board and a hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> um, no, I think it'll be left in. Oh, great. Um, and seven. And, and seven is absolutely the most magical part of all. And I'm going to stand by that. Seven is be flexible and trust the process. When we as mortals, okay, we as mortals sometimes need to know, we need to let go of our expectations of things going exactly the way we want. We need to acknowledge that the greater than knows better than we do what we need and can give us what we need if we're open to the process and will help us manifest the things that are best for us. If I want to manifest, if I personally, me, Kristen, wanted to manifest a Ferrari and started doing that whole list of six things to manifest a Ferrari for myself, the universe would go, hey, this is against your core belief system and I'm not going to give you that. Yeah. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in your path the thing that costs as much as a Ferrari, but is in better alignment with your faith path, like a community center. So trust the process and be flexible because the universe does know what we want. And I have a very mundane, very small example of trusting the process in a very small way. And I was working on a prayer flag because I want to get back into making prayer flags because I really love them. And I had to teach myself a new stitch. And I came to a place in the piece where the stitch was getting really, really tricky. And I just kept saying to myself, just trust the process, just trust the process, just trust the process. And now that's my little, my favorite little section of the piece because it turned out perfectly the way the stitch is supposed to look and perfectly the way the piece is supposed to look. And I had to let go of my expectation of how the stitch was going to work in this kind of awkward placement and just trust how it was going to end. Nice. Yeah, you're different than me. I was crocheting those um, flower pots for my altar. <laughs> I, yeah, you, if it was a female figure on, on the vision that I had this week, I would say it's my mom because she was perfectionist. I crochet things. I'm trying to do this stitch at the end of the pot. It, I couldn't figure out what the hell he wanted. And I just went, nope, I just changed it. That was the problem. Yeah. Like, mm, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm saying that right now. No, no, no. And I crocheted. But that's, that's part of. That's who I am. I, I realized. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it was made with love. So that's all a mess. Right? And they're cute as can be. I absolutely love them. So how can we adapt all these things to our magical work? And I do think that we've touched on that. And I think that most of it is actually pretty clear if you've been listening to the podcast. Um, we do need to have clear visions of what we want from a spell. And sometimes that can be, I want, you know, sometimes the, 
we do prosperity spells and we say, I want prosperity. And in your heart, you do know what prosperity looks like to you. What the process, this, what this mundane self-help process of manifestation does is ask you to verbalize what prosperity looks like for you. Mm -hmm. We know that sometimes the magical solution isn't the solution that will fit. You know, um, I'm, in a, I'm in several Facebook groups for witches that are very hex positive, thank God. And, <laughs> um, and the thing that we always say is, have you done the mundane stuff first? You have a stalker. Have you contacted the proper authorities? Have you, you know, what have you done to protect yourself in the real world? Um, I want prosperity. Am I sitting on my on my butt on my couch playing Xbox all day? I'm not going to have prosperity unless I want prosperity in, I don't know, whatever game is on Xbox right now. I don't play Xbox. Sometimes the magical solution isn't the only solution. And the magical solution should be working in tandem with the real world solution. And we do need to recognize and be grateful when our spell works, our spells work. In part, we need to recognize when they work so that we can know to replicate that process later. And I think many of us are actually thankful to deities and other spirits. And, you know, there's not going to be any harm in expanding that to... You know, I've been, I've been playing with drawing some new things into my practice. And we do not want the wrong energy to conflict with a spell. A hex is not going to benefit from sappy feelings of love. And a love spell isn't going to benefit from anger or thoughts of straight up money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we do put that energy into our spells. That is what we mean by that. And finally, the greater than does know better than we do. It really does. And when I say the greater than... I, it's not a personification. It's just we are parts of this huge machine that is the universe. Well, and it, whether we mm -hmm. like it to believe it or not, everything's mm -hmm. So I think a lot of us actually do use manifestation in the the self help thought process manifestation. Just yeah, I'm going with that, and are trying to shift things into something more positive and powerful for ourselves. Maybe refining it with these seven steps is a good tool for the process. For me, I would say manifestation is probably well over 80% of my magic. Um, mainly mm -hmm. I do it through sigils, the art of creating the sigil, I'm putting the things out that I want to manifest in my life for, for me or my family. I've done them on everything. Mediums are... <laughs> Fan, candles, post-it notes, Astera eggs. Did one for mortgage. Did one for fertility for my family that I painted on my um, goddess symbols and everything on that. But then also two of my eggs were manifestation eggs. Um, sometimes it's just thoughts. I'm pretty lucky. Um, a lot of times when I go to a casino, I win. And one time I went with Kristen and I thought to myself, tonight I want Kristen to be the bearer of the luck. And I'm not. And um, she won and I didn't because I put my energy out there for her to win. I don't win tons of money, but I do pretty well. But it does need to be noted here. I never win when I go to the casino. I, which is fine. I don't go to the casino to win. I go to the casino yeah. to have fun. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I'm lucky if I can make my $35 stretch for, you know, like I'm, I have mm -hmm. terrible luck at the casino and I won enough that night. It was amazing. I won enough that night to buy the thing I needed and it was like on the nose, the amount 
um, I needed a car seat for my car for a little bug. Yeah. And yeah. I want exactly that amount. Yeah. And it was I, mean, I didn't put a lot of thought or planning. I just, as we went in, I just thought tonight, let all my luck go to Kristen and let her win tonight. Cause I don't, I don't need to manifest the win for me. And I didn't need to, I, and I just went in thinking, yeah, it'd be really cool if I could win enough for this car seat. Cause this car seat was, it's a fancy car seat. Cause yeah little bug but at the same time it was it was a blessing in the moment because yes I could afford the car seat that wasn't the question but it wasn't unexpected he outgrew his his infant car seat and it wasn't unexpected unplanned for expense so being able to win in that moment was amazing um I saw something a little bit of research I did I didn't do a lot of research this episode because I already thought this is how man I um manifest my magic but i saw someone that said they did their sigils and pushed them in, put them in a wish box it was a cute little box and it had crystals on the outside of it i thought that's kind of pretty cool i thought that was very interesting wish box. i have mm, i have a beloved um artist friend who made for me a little wish person and I love the little wish person, uh, but it just sits in my house. I don't use it for anything. But now I'm thinking, hmm. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I need to find it. You can make them a little home. I thought I just saw it. Anyway, so that's manifestation. I So like I said at the beginning of the episode, Nancy, Nancy's been picking up a lot of EVPs. So we want to involve you our listeners in this process, we want you to listen. And if you hear a voice that you can't attribute to Nancy or to I, it would be great if you could email us at lunar at lunarmagicteatime.com or reach out to us on Facebook at the Facebook group, Lunar Magic Tea Time, um, with the timestamp of where you heard it. And if you, if we can, if we hear it too, we're going to send you a sticker. Awesome. So, like I said, give us a listen. Email us. You can find the podcast on www.lunarmagicteatime.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Spotify, CastBox. Yeah, Cast. <laughs> something else at thelunarmagicteatime.com. Uh, there's merch on Teespring, there's the Facebook group, there's a YouTube channel, an Instagram, and a TikTok, all under the name Lunar Magic Tea Time. Uh, one thing I wanted to add, we're going to start adding little fun facts on the end of each episode. And my uh, fun magic fact of tonight's episode is March 28th is going to be the full moon. It's going to be the first of four super moons in a row. These are red series of full moons that are much closer, brighter, and by far, which is more important to us, far more powerful than regular full moons. So use this opportunity for your immune magic, for cleansing, um, a magical positive energy shift is starting. Welcome to the cosmic flow to shift your vibrational frequency. And I saw this on Energy Healing Jewelry um, on Twitter, so... Um, Words out to them for thanks for that. I did not know we were going to have 
or four full supermoons in a row? That means if I'm doing the math in my head right, and we all know I'm probably not, um, about a week before Beltane, there should be a full supermoon, which means your crystals and your water and all of the things that you want to use in your Beltane celebration should be fully charged under a supermoon. That is fantastic. Thank you. Yep. Fun fact for the show. Um, with that, we'll close out the show. Um, as always, have a magical day and stay safe out there.